you got your Bibles, let's turn to 1 Corinthians 12, 18. I don't know how this is all going to flow, but we're going to make it flow today. There's a lot of things on, on my heart, and uh, I really feel like, especially if you have not, I want to encourage you to listen to that leadership podcast from the past several weeks and just about yeah. the emotional intelligence. So yeah. uh, I, I feel like if we can get this right, yes. man, yeah. hell really does not have a chance. Yeah. He does not have a chance. It's just... It yes. just it, it, it's just phenomenal stuff if we can become mm-hmm. e- yep. emotionally intelligent yeah. in that way. But yeah. uh, verse 18, 1 Corinthians 12, 18, it says, But in fact, it's not fiction, it's fact. God has arranged, he has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, not some of them, every single one of them, just as he wanted them to be. Uh, I was reading this last night and I couldn't run past the word arranged because I feel like in my own life, I struggle with this word arranged because I want to be the one who's arranging. I'm the one who wants to have my hands on it and put uh, uh, things where they need to be. Um, and also this just, just came to me, but, uh, I do not ever need to design anybody's home. Okay. I'm the worst. I I will literally have 12 different themes going on in the house. Casey can attest. (laughs) We just listen to pastor Onika and others now from now on, but it's because I will see things and I think, Oh, that looks good. That looks great. That looks good. Yeah. Let's just put it all in there. And then when you put it all in there, it just looks like a total mess. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't need my this hands really on good. it at all. Wow. I need someone else to arrange it uh, uh, because it'll, it'll look a lot better. Yeah. But so the question I have for you is, are you allowing yourself to be arranged? Wow. Or are you constantly wanting to have your hands on it so that you can arrange it. Are you, uh, let me put it another way, are you uh, allowing, are you humble enough that if God said, uh, I I need you to go stand in the back where no one will ever be, are you humble enough and are you willing to go stand in the back without questioning God? Because you don't know what he's doing in the back. We always think that we need to be up front in order to see the whole picture. But really, God is not just up front. He's in the very back. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I feel like he's more in the back than he is in the front. Because the people that are always in the back are the ones who really don't know who Jesus is. And he's desperate to see them come to Jesus. Are you willing to be arranged? Uh, Are you you willing to be arranged? Uh, I, I feel like... Most of the time, every time, we can stop and pause and think, okay, God set that up. Was I obedient in the setup? Sometimes we think, why did my tire blow? Why did it blow out? But really, God was setting that up so the tow truck guy would show up and that you would invite him to church. We think, why am I up here at Starbucks? Because my internet is not working. I have to go up here, but... 
God's setting that up because yeah. someone yeah. is there yeah. and he's yeah. wanting yeah. you yeah. to yeah. reach them. He's arranging everything. I, I, I was thinking about King David and, and just how he, we all know the story, but King David is out in the field shepherding the sheep and um, he could have thought, why am I here and none of my brothers have to be here? Yeah. Yeah. He may have struggled with this. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would have struggled with this because yeah. there's absolutely no one. There's no one out there. And he's out there with a bunch of sheep. But little did he know God was arranging that because if you can herd the sheep, you can herd an entire kingdom. He was just building him up and preparing him. He was he arranged that. And then he's given the assignment. Go take this lunch to the army who is uh, camped out across from the Philistines. And you might think, man, why do I have to bring the lunch? Why can't I be in the trenches? Why can't I be in the war? Why can't I be in the game? Why can't I be doing these things? But little did he know that that was all arranged by God from heaven because he would hear where God wanted him to be whenever the giant started calling out Israel. And then David steps forward and fights the giants. He arranged it because everyone else in the trench was scared to get out. So now everybody is seeing him fight the giant. And if you jump forward several chapters, you will see that all of the people that were in the trench scared to jump out. Now King David... David is fighting all like six giants. One of them is even labeled as that has six toes. And it says the people told David, you stay back. We got this. God arranged it so that they could see it. And so that they would now lead the way. If we, if we can get it out of our minds that it's not really about us at all. That this really isn't about us at all. Yeah, yeah. Is that really God has arranged us and put us on stage or put us in a host lead or put us at this business or at this job because there's someone else who needs to see you lead because they are not leading the way. It was all arranged by God. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Uh, if you turn to uh, uh, in your families, you can turn to Numbers 20, but in your families... You might be thinking, I, I've been arranged here to uh, uh, lord over my family, to tell my wife what to do. But God's not saying that. God's saying, no, I've arranged you to be there so that you would serve and lead your wife. I, I've arranged it so that you would lead your kids because they're going to do something greater than you ever could think of. He's arranged it. He's arranged it. He's arranged it. Numbers 20, Numbers 20. We'll go verse 7. It says, The Lord said to Moses, Take the staff, and you and your brother Aaron gather the assembly together. Speak to that rock before their eyes, and it will pour out his water. What did he say? God told him to speak to it. Then jump down to verse 10. Um, he and Aaron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock, and Moses said to them, Listen, you rebels. <laughs> Must we bring you water out of this rock? He's already messed up. He's already uh, claiming the miracle, saying, must we? When God said, I will do it. Then Moses raises his arm and struck the rock twice with the staff. Water gushed out in the community and their livestock drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. I believe in um, 
uh, uh, Matthew chapter 15, um, Jesus, uh, the disciples come up to Jesus and he says, uh, uh, the Pharisees are saying this and the Pharisees are saying that. And Jesus looks at him and says, whatever God did not plant, he will uproot. Come on. Moses was trying to plant himself as God in that moment. When really God arranged him to do what he asked him to do and to lead the people a particular way. I don't want to scare you, but I do kind of want to scare you that whenever you try to position yourself, God is saying, I will uproot that because I care way more about the people who are coming than I do about you trying to get your name out there. Are you guys following me on this? And then God tells him, tells Moses, you won't go into the promised land. Now, Moses has a decision. He has a decision right then in that moment. Do I become a man that becomes bitter and prideful? Or do I become, oh, I've asked Olu to come up here. Or do I, do I become a man? Okay, you too. Oh, you got shoes off. I asked him, I set him up for this. Like, do you have holes in your socks? I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> or do I become a man that becomes a stepping stone for Joshua? Come on. Do I, do I become this man whenever I feel like, yes, yeah, somebody can hold him up. If I feel like, Ooh, wow. I feel like I'm supposed to be leading the one. Yeah. I should be speaking to the thousands. Wow. But really, God has arranged it that I have Billy Graham on my back. He's actually trying to reach uh, millions. Do I really yeah. believe that wherever I'm positioned at, whether it's in my house or in my job yeah. or at the hostess yeah. or wherever yeah. I'm positioned at, do I believe that I am not yeah. the one yeah. that really God is bringing the one and that yeah. I would become a stepping stone for them to become who God is calling me? This is so good. Even if I know, all right, you can get off my back. <laughs> Even if you know, even if you know, you will never, ever, ever get that spotlight. Do you really believe? Are you willing to do that? Are you willing? If God told you right now, you will never get a light. You will never get the spotlight. You will never get your name out there. You will never become a lead. But what I want you to do is I'm going to bring one person to you. I've arranged one person to be with you. Will you become the stepping stone for them to promote them, to help them to get where they need to be? I'm telling you, church, if we can get this in our hearts, if we can get this in our lives, if we can get ourselves out of the way, God will move. This church will grow. It will grow up. I believe that this is that church. I believe that all of you are those leaders. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he's doing something special and it's powerful and I'm honored to be a part of it. I love you all so much.